What would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to Cheeky, Cheeky Love. Love. He's Mark. And she's Geo. <laughs> that was too long to wait. Okay, all right. We're back. We're here. We're in here. We're bad. We've been bad. We missed a week for the second time. I mean, we missed a week because I'm tired. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm not sorry, You're but I'm really sorry. Busy. You're I'm really re- fucking busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm really busy. And that's why I sound so drained I and know. tired. So this is going to be a cool episode. I disagree. I mean, I feel like we get really agitated just like just on the podcast and otherwise. So I think I think that energy is going to pick up. I think I'm excited. I'm actually like so excited to be podcasting with you right now. It's great. I'm living my best life and I love you. I love you too. I'm tired. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know. No, I'm, I'm a little tired too. I definitely, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little banged up. Um, well, mostly just because like I went on like a black licorice binge last night. Um, and I am regretting it. I have regrets. That licorice was good. It was a good quality. It was friggin' good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my lemon meringue parfait from Whole Foods. Is, those little parfaits in those cups are ridiculous. I'm sorry, little. They're not even little. And the thing is, like, I don't get the They're chocolate. They're hefty. I haven't gotten the chocolate one because I know I'll never finish it because it's so much chocolate. And I like lemon, but, like, it's kind of, like, the tartness kind of gives me more wiggle room to eat more, I guess, in my taste buds. I don't know. But they're, like, <laughs> they're pretty heavy. But I want to have sex with one. Honestly, them shit, that's that's what you grab after like a bad day. One of those and yeah. a bottle of wine yeah. and you just fucking yeah. listen. Quit your job. I don't know why I said that. Um, I just got one. Hey. Congratulations. All right. I guess um, we should check in. But before we, you know what? I'm going to like, I want to like, I want to ease into it. Like I want to, I want to enjoy this. I want to milk the, uh, the beginning of this podcast. I do have a question. Um, I usually have questions, but I have I have like an important question. Uh, what do we call our fans? Like Chicos, Chicas, Chicax. Like to I respect. don't know if we're at the status of having like uh, beehives and barbs and shit. No, I don't know what that what those words mean. But, wow, see, <laughs> but I'm talking like That's the fans. Yeah, the cheeky fam. Yeah, the cheek nation. Cheek Nation. Cheeker Nation. No. Cheeky Freaks. No. Cheeky Freaks? No. Um, we'll think on that one. Cheekeritos. You know, they can they can come up with their own names. You know, the Barbs, they call themselves the Barbs. I don't, who's Barb? It's for Nicki Minaj when she first started because she was like a Barbie rapper. So her fans are called the Barbs. What's a Barbie rapper? She's a Barbie. She looked like Barbie. Like, but. Do you not know fucking Nicki Minaj? Is? Like a black Barbie. Yes. Okay. So she calls her fans the Barb's. Her ass is like a hundred times bigger than a Barbie ass. I mean, okay, whatever. That's besides the point. And oh, then... but they're both plastic. Pow, pow. All right. You know what? We're firing on all cylinders today. I'm loving it. It's Sunday night. Welcome back to uh, what's the name of our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cheeky back. Love. It's been so long, I forgot the name. Welcome back to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Um, we, I've definitely, uh, noticed some 
kind of microphone issues where I'll be listening to our podcast on my phone and the like the audio will just get quiet for a bit and then like snap back in Mm. and i don't think it's because of our shitty mic technique i do think it's actually like a technical issue either with the computer or the cord or the microphone so just like for the home listener i do apologize we're working on it um i can't just like return the microphone and it'd be like easy and simple it's like it's an annoying process uh so stay tuned for that Uh, i do hope you uh have satisfactory listening experiences with us um and if you don't send us an email this is a great time to remind you you can email us at mark and geo at gmail.com we have actually received a couple emails uh, i'm super excited about it uh and i just want to keep that going i want to keep the love going what do you think babe yeah, keep it going. <laughs> yeah, this. this is gonna be like seventy-five percent me. I feel like this episode. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm just. I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna try and be here, people. You yeah. know, I'm trying. But you know what? You gotta show up for you. You gotta be present for your life. <laughs> yeah, we jumped ahead to one. That type of shit makes there. me laugh because I'm just like, am I here? <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe it's a simulation. Maybe it's um, all a dream. We are actually recording, so that's cool. Um, right. So, God, yeah. Go on and check in. How, how was your week of, uh, I mean, it's been like, it's been a couple weeks. Like, it's been two I mean, weeks. Yes, so, I fine. mean, because we missed a week, this is going to be a three and a half hour podcast. No, um, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. We are committing no, to that. No, We're 100% committed to I that. I don't want it. Um, okay. So I'll check in first. Uh, there is like, I'll I'll try not to draw this out. You know, I'm such a talker. Um, I did my first zoom job interview. Okay. Like 10 ish days ago and it went well, you know, the Silverman charm still came through, even though there was a technological intermediary. Um, uh, I do, I, you know, you don't want to be in a position where you go to a lot of job interviews because that means like you don't hold down a job for long. Mm-hmm. But I do like a good job interview. You know, I don't know why. I like convincing people. I like convincing people of stuff. And I just kind of like new people. I like a little bit of pressure too. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of fun. It's um, a good way to definitely stay like with it and stay like, because if you go, if you think about it, like you can tell when someone hasn't been on a job interview for a while because they're you can tell they're a bit rusty in a sense of like, they don't know really how to like answer questions or like interact and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's always good. I think every, you know, kind of test yourself to see like how approachable are you? How like yeah. hireable are you? Yeah. Like, how you good know? are you like on the fly? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Improv? Like, exactly. Like how do you speak and what's your kind of speaking language? What's your body language? Yes. Like those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, it's almost like, it's like going on a first date. Like even like, cause we're not going to do that. Like we can't do that. No, we can't. <laughs> we can't ethically. <laughs> We can't ethically do that. Um, This is a podcast with very strong ethics. Uh, So this is kind of, it's like first date light. You Mm. know what I mean? I just like winning people over. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe you should do some sort of fucking, like, you should be in office or some shit. Dude, are you kidding me? I would love, I would love to actually be involved in, like, hiring people or, like, career coaching and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. But, um... Politics? Ooh. I mean, here's the thing. Winning people over? winning Winning all the people over? Politics. You know, I think you need to have, like, some kind of degree to be in politics. 
Really? Uh, Are you sure about that? No, definitely not. Look at the world right now. You know, (laughs) speaking of that, this is an opinion podcast. You know, you can't get us in trouble for anything. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to say that every like month or two. Uh, this is a disclaimer. We're not, uh, you know, I don't know. We have lawyers. Uh, we'll, we'll sue the pants off of you if you come after us. Yeah. Um, right. So also what follows from that Zoom interview is I also got hired yeah. because I am good in job interviews. Yeah. Uh, also because I'm qualified, just yeah. in case anyone with my company hears this, uh, except I really don't want that ever to happen. I don't want anybody who who's hiring me in the future to hear this podcast. I know. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I know. You know what? They can't. We can't. They can't. Uh, they can't fire us for having a podcast. No, of course not. Yeah. Only if we disclose any sort of personal information that we've already signed a contract. Oh no! I mean, like they could probably like no. I just mean like if someone found it. Like let's say my boss just found yeah. this podcast. All they would hear me is like mostly just being mean to you. Yeah. You know, that's not illegal. Yeah, that's yes. love. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm stoked. My first shift with this company is tomorrow. So I actually I have a job. It's like it's a temp job, so it's not full time, but it's definitely a really great start. I'm super stoked. Going to be doing uh, first aid on a construction site, which is mostly just going to be probably, you know, probably shooting the thermometer gun at people's heads asking them like the same boring COVID questions all over again. And they'll just say whatever answer lets them work. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really, I mean, you know, you want everyone to be honest, but also like, you know, people have bills and families, you know, they're going to work sick. I've always wondered too, what happens like, and I've never seen it happen yet, but being in a scenario where you're at work with somebody and you do the thermometer test and yeah. they are at that breaking kind of level. It's like, yeah. so what the fuck do you do? Well, Especially you, if it's like midweek and they've been coming to work for the last fucking how many weeks or spreader. whatever the fuck. It's like, so what do you do? Well, I mean, if they, I guess, uh, well, you send them home. I mean, if, if you, if they have, you know, if they're past the threshold temperature, mm-hmm. um, you send them home. You just got to follow protocol. Yeah. Uh, you can't just tell them to be like, okay, put this ice pack on your head and come back in five minutes. Yeah. Um, but then also the thing is, is like, eh, the the temperature check thing feels pretty performative because there's plenty of people that just aren't symptomatic. So you just don't have a exactly, high temperature. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it, I mean, it's def- that's not a bulletproof strategy, but like so much of, I mean, to me, it feels like so much of how whatever the government, the city, society, whatever the fuck is like handling COVID and the pandemic and the lockdown is just implementing like various layers of kind of effective strategies and hoping they all overlap to like be good enough. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how well that's working these days, but like having us round wound and they're using like squares and they're trying to like, Catch it, but there's still little bits. There's little pieces coming off and shit, and blood coming out. Yes. Um, speaking of that, hopefully I'm not gonna have to uh, repair any wounds tomorrow, but I will be. I will be ready for that. If someone comes to me with a cut, I'm gonna be stoked. Uh, gonna be stoked to help people. Good. Um, Happy. Yes. So also, I have a new phone. I went to the Apple Store, um, and. I got the I got the new iPhone. It's definitely like a luxury item, but I did get the cheapest one available. I got the SE second gen, so I'm still like kind of an old man. 
pretty stoked about that. It's nice to have a phone with like a working battery and stuff. Um, I went to a mall for the first time in a while because uh, I had to go to the Apple store. And uh, yeah, I saw this guy just like like aggressively sneeze like and he wasn't covering his face didn't have a mask on didn't cover his mouth sir and i was just like this is the first scene of like the pandemic movie some dipshit just like launching particles i should have just gone home but the fact the first scene of contagion you know you fucking know it oh and especially nowadays it's so it sounds so fucked but like it is so true that like coughing or sneezing is like a bullet it's like a yeah. bullet. It's like a gunshot. I was at work and I fucking coughed to someone. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, I was drinking tea and it just yeah. went down the wrong yeah. fucking yeah. tube. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's so fucked. And I'm just, even when I like blow my nose at work, because sometimes like even just yeah. like coming out from the cold into a new, like a warm yeah. place, right. your nose is a little runny. Oh, totally. Oh, you blow your nose and everyone's just like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you sick? It's like, yeah, I'm sick yeah. of this. Throw a net on you and <laughs> haul you light away. you on fire. Fucking haul you away into the street where they pick you uh, up at the side of the road. Just kick you down into the sewer. Oh, God. Um, I did finally vacuum the whole apartment. I saw that. Yeah. And like, and so this is not a small feat. And like you consistently <laughs> undermine uh, my vacuuming, which I really don't appreciate uh, because like I move furniture. I move all of the furniture out of the way. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss a spot. I'm thorough. I like details and it, it's effective. <laughs> I'm diligent and I did a good job. I know you did a good job. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I think it's, you did do a good job vacuuming. You really did. See, the thing is with me is like I'm just such an aggressive OCD person when it comes to cleaning that when I vacuum, I do a full vacuum. I move shit around and then I Swiffer too because yeah. we have hardwood floors. So seeing the stains and the little things on the floor, I was like, okay, the floor is, you know, vacuumed. It's not been Swiffered. So no. you still see the dirt. So you know what? I'm not going to undermine your work. You did a great job. You really did. You okay. just undermined my work with the whole Swiffer comment. <sighs> Uh, but you know what? It's okay. It's all right. And you know, actually, that's another thing I did want to bring up. This isn't the slap of the week, just to be clear. But uh, it's been like, it's been tough. Like, it's been a tough couple weeks because you've been super busy. I'm unemployed at home. And I'm just basically like a desperate housewife, like cooking a nutritious dinner and just waiting for you to get home to like give me love. And, uh, you know, it, it makes me makes me think of the other people out there who don't even who, who don't even have someone coming home. You know what? So I'm, I'm still, I am, I might be a desperate housewife, but I'm very, I'm very happy that we're here together. I also recently um, did visit a friend who uh, is single um, because her partner passed away a couple years ago. And it's really fucking tough out there. It is really fucking tough out there for a lot of people. And I mean, even me, I'm like, I, I'm lonely and cooped up and like going crazy, but it's still... You know, it's not it's not even close to what a lot of people are facing. So, you know, I'm grateful. I'm feeling grateful. I'm like lonely and grateful. You're lonely and grateful. Not any. I mean, not either of those things right now. It's been a roller coaster. OK, but um, we're getting through it. I have a job now, kind of. Um, what else? This is a long check in. We watched The Fifth Element. And like I did want to talk about that because it is one of my all time favorite movies. It's a very good film. 
It's on Netflix right now. You should watch The Fifth Element. It, was, it is one of the best modern sci-fi movies. It has phenomenal, don't give me that face. Okay, okay, you know what? All right, fine. Miss, you're giving me like, fix your face. You're such a big, sci- <laughs> you're such a big sci-fi fan. Name, name your favorite sci-fi film. My favorite sci-fi film. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm not really into sci-fi in general, right. so that's kind of. So like- it's like I don't get why you even have an opinion right now. <laughs> anyway, so the Fifth Element is one of the most is one of the best modern sci-fi films for like a number of reasons. One cast. You've got Bruce Willis, one of my all-time favorite actors. Mila Jovovich, a good actor. Um, she kind of got snatched up by the uh, Resident Evil franchise and did like 50 million of those uh, movies. Uh, but she was very, very good in that. Um, you have Ian Holm, Sir Ian Holm, a phenomenal British actor. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in Alien and Aliens. Okay. Um, you got um, Gary Oldman. I mean, phenomenal character actor. Always plays a good villain. Uh, really bomb cast. Who am I missing? Um, that's enough. And uh, the costumes, you have to admit the costumes were amazing. The costumes for the era it came out in, which was 1997. They were all done by, I believe, Jean-Paul Gaultier. So he's very, you know, avant-garde. Yeah. So they were good costumes. I think that I just, I feel like it was one of those movies where I'm like, you know what? It's like, if I, if I watched this before, like, for example, like if I, the first time I saw Independence Day. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I feel like I could have felt the same way about that movie. But I feel like now, because I don't really do sci-fi too much, I'm kind of like, yeah, and it also looks very aged too. So seeing an old sci-fi movie to now is kind of interesting, in a way of like, okay, putting pieces together. Because also too, it's like that's the way people in that that time predicted the era we are living in now and like beyond. So I think like it's kind of it's kind of weird to watch someone from like back in the day predict the future, and now we're in the future, and we're looking like, ooh, sis, that's not it. Well, I mean, but to be fair, that was supposed to be like the year 2300. We're only in like 2022. That is... Also, when I was talking about the cast, like I need I like, a, I need to issue a huge apology already. I forgot Chris Tucker uh, is... I probably say the word phenomenal too much. Chris Tucker is... MFing phenomenal in the fifth element. His character is one of my favorite, and like I'm ashamed I forgot about him because his character is one of my favorite fictional characters just of the world, like in history. Yeah. He is so funny. Nobody else could have done a job half as good as him. And it's like, it's a weird role and it's a weird character, but he you like. You have he, to have a personality to pull it off. You have a certain just, type of personality. Yeah. Like he nailed that so hard. Yeah. God. Um, yeah, visually amazing film. The story, the story is good and the pacing, it moves along. You were transfixed. You were like, you know. I was, no, it was a good story. The story had moved along. It didn't lag anywhere or anything like that. It definitely, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting. It had its bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't go call it like the best sci-fi movie. I don't know. I mean, not For ever. Me. It's sci-fi film royalty. Okay. Yes. Fine. Put it in the And royalty. actually, see, here's. Here's the thing is like, you know, sci-fi just on its own is a pretty bit like there's definitely a spectrum because there's like I'm gonna go check on my cider while you continue. Okay, like I can't what I'm just gonna talk to myself. 
Well, no, I'm listening. You can, I'm, you, I'm still listening. Okay. People are still listening, and how? I mean, they wouldn't have known if I left other than the squeakiness of the damn bench. Yeah, yeah, and they wouldn't hear that like pen clicking noise in the background. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I won't spend too much more time on talking about the fifth element, but also it's got a really, really great balance of drama, comedy, and what's the other genres? I mean, there's some fear. It's scary. There's drama. There's comedy. Um, it's a phenomenal sci-fi film. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's pretty much most of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I am thinking about getting an indoor trampoline, um, just to like kind of work in a bit more exercise, you know, hop on that thing for like 20 minutes, jumpy, jumpy, jump, get the heart rate up. Uh, but we'll see. I feel like our apartment's like pretty maxed out for stuff right now and our storage. And like, I'll just freak out if we have more stuff. So I don't know. Um, you know, lately I've been missing, I've been missing the before time. I miss the old world, you know? I mean, I'm sure everyone's kind of like, oh my God, I took being able to go to the gym for granted. I took being able to take a dance class for granted. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are just like at home kind of think like just itching for the world to start back up and be like, oh shit, as soon as we're like free again, I'm going to go out and do this. And uh, I've like, I've definitely got some stuff on my list. Welcome back, sweetie pie. Um, my list of like stuff I want to do when the world's normal-ish again, I definitely want to go to a ballet with you. That would be nice. That would be nice. I also I want to go to an opera. That would be nice too. Yeah. Oh my god. I want to see I want to see stand-up comedy for sure. Yeah. Um it was it's been a tradition for a few years that because my birthday is always during the JFL Northwest like comedy festival where there's like live comedy for a week like all over the city. Um that will kind of suck not being able to see uh stand up on my birthday uh next year but oh well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be really looking forward to seeing some stand up, and, uh, you know, part of me honestly kind of wants to get back into yoga mm. a little bit. Cause like I've done it with my NTC app a little, and it just kind of reminds me of how much I liked yoga. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah. I miss like seeing my friends. I miss my family. Mm -hmm. I miss get togethers. I miss like big meals. I miss, yeah, I miss yeah, seeing I miss people. get togethers inside, like just yeah. getting together for like dinner and everyone's around the table. And oh. But to be honest though, it's, this is gonna sound so trash of me, but like I, I, I'm okay with being by, like being kind of alone in a sense of like, I'm almost wondering, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back to the way it was. Oh, yes, like, of course, will. of course I will. But then also, too, like, I think now it's kind of it's hot and I haven't sipped it yet. Please. Okay. For the listener, I was grabbing at Georgina's hot apple beverage. Yes. Yes. My hot cider. Um, yeah, I don't know how it's going to, you know, I don't think there is no going to I don't think we're going to go backwards. I think we're just going to have to go forwards and it's going to be a different type of forwards. It's not going to be where everyone got together and shit because now you have people who are more aware of shit, people who weren't necessarily in the mindset of thinking about germs yeah. and, you know, things like that and passing things to people. And now they're just like hyper aware and now they might be down, going, gone down the rabbit hole where it's like they can't come back from that because now all they're going to think when they see people they don't know or people yeah. they do know is being like, oh my God, how clean 
mean? Are you, what are do you, they got? What do they got? Oh my God. Are you gonna, oh my God. Your air is in my air and my yeah. air is in your air. And why are we going to, oh my God, what are, what's going to happen with this air? Yeah. So. Well, I'm wondering, I'm like, do the fucking, do the plastic walls stay up at the stores and the places? Oh my God. Do we the, stay divided? Or when, do they take down the dividers? We need to unite. When they take down the plexiglass, the amount of, the fucking amount of fucking- The garbage. The garbage, the garbage is going to be horrendous. And also too, you're going to have, and you still have it to this day. I mean, you still have people who, and I get this at work all the time and I laugh because I don't, I work in my own little office, but- um, at the front end, they have the plexiglass up and you still have people trying to come around the plexiglass yeah. in your face. And it's yeah. just kind of like, you're defeating the fucking purpose. Get yeah. back there. You think I want to wear this mask? Get back there. Like, why the fuck are you coming around the glass? The glass is meant there as a barrier. Stop mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a hearing problem, given, but still. I have like, I'm, I'm a little guilty of that, but like that was maybe a couple months ago. I'm like, I'm, I've learned. I've learned my lesson. Um, and, and also like the plexiglass stuff is getting better. Like a lot of the businesses are realizing like we can't leave gaps. Like we just gotta, One we gotta, piece. we gotta block you off. We gotta throw up them walls. Um, so yeah, um, going through it and getting mm. through it. That's for sure. Yes, we are. That, uh, that's my check-in. It took longer than expected. I had a lot of like kind of venting and stuff to do. A lot of nervous energy. Um, I feel like, yeah, we're, we're warmed up and ready to go here now. Uh, we might need to take, uh, might need to take like a quick break just, uh, and then come back in two secs. Okay, sweetness, time for you to check in. Um, time for me to check the fuck out. <laughs> I'm good. Just really busy with work. Got a lot going on, you know. I really like, I do like my new job. It's a lot to do, but I think it's almost, it's, I, this is what I asked for, yeah. but I got too much. I know. And I want to, I want to sharpen you up though. I want to return to sender, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's really good. I, at least I get my own little workspace, which I really appreciate because if I didn't, I would just lose my mind. And at least like the days that I do work kind of, I can kind of, um, create my own hours. So I like that. So at least I don't always have to go to work like after like 10 or something unless I want to. And yeah. also too, because I do work with a company that is based back out the back East. So they're a three hour difference. So mm -hmm. it is better for me to just work in the morning rather than work late. Cause I need to be on their kind of time frame. Yeah. Um, but so far so good. Um, just been really busy with that. I've been really busy, you know, helping my mom move and get a new place and stuff. And, you know, I think it's kind of realizing I have all the jobs, you know, of, you know, I'm the lawyer, notary, realtor, interior designer, inspector. I'm, I'm just fucking everybody. So, you know, just helping her do that. But I'm excited and I'm happy she's kind of on getting on with it. And, I know. It's crazy. You know, I can't wait to, you know, I think once we start picking out the flooring, it's like, okay, let's watch the excitement come. Like, mm -hmm. come on, let's get this flooring. So I'm really excited for that. But um, that's a process because I feel like, you know, this is something where as we've grown as adults, we realize like what things things we need to have a little bit more notice for. Mm. And like, I realize I just need notice for everything. Yeah, like sure. I'm just the kind of person where like, if you ask me, Hey, what are you doing today? Like you want to have coffee? Sometimes I'm legitimately free, but like, even if when I am free, mm. I'm already kind of in my mindset of, Oh, I'm doing this by myself or yeah. I'm doing this or whatever. So I don't do well when it's like, Hey, can you do this? And it's like, you're disrupting my, my mental piece of yeah. this day. And now I am being forced to examine and rearrange. 
It's not fun. This is this is like not computing, and all of a sudden I'm like an Excel spreadsheet that won't add up. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so far so good. I think it's just been a lot with, yeah, with that going on. No, it's and like selling a house and buying a condo during a global pandemic. Not easy. I mean, not even during the pandemic. I think that didn't even really feel like it took effect too much other than just wearing masks when we go view any places and booking appointments when ahead of time and stuff like that. But, but um, yeah, seeing places and kind of seeing like areas and kind of seeing like, okay, is this an area that you'd be comfortable in and that kind of thing. And, you know, I think that was really good, but. COVID definitely kind of like made me kind of reassess, especially because the numbers here have been so high like yeah. lately. And we all kind of expected a jump to happen, but especially like here, I think now it's almost kind of like if you're going to shut down some shit, but leave some shit open, it's like now we're just, it's a wash now. Like it's yeah, just kind of. Yeah, it's kind of fucked driving past the like the Orange Theory fitness place and just seeing people like, Huffing and puffing. But I can't and, go to hot yoga. It's like, get yeah, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, your particles are in the air out there. They're using yeah. the same air filter. It's no different than, yeah, yoga studio, you're sweating and whatever. You're not sweating at a gym. Like, you're still, like, yeah. I just want to know, like, where that kind of science comes from. And even schools, like, keeping schools open, it's like, every fucking school is having outbreaks. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So... I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, they might just say, like, in 2021, like, oh, happy new year, get vaccinated, or you can't go to school, you can't go to work, you can't blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, those issues will come up. Um, hopefully people don't, like, freak out too hard about it. I uh, I know a lot of people are kind of of the mind of, like, I, I don't want to be the first wave of people to get vaccinated. Nope. Uh, let, like, let's see some side effects, like, pan out. Yes. But then what if, like, but would you get vaccinated if then you could just like live a normal life? Like, like imagine like, but how would they identify if you've been vaccinated everywhere you go? So if you're going tattoo on your forehead. Oh, so we're going back to some fucking world war two esque shit. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Like barcode numbers, whatever. Mm. Um, but like, man, like I was thinking, cause I was thinking, Oh, if we got, if we got the uh, antibody tests, and we and they were like, yeah, you just you already have it. You must have had it like a few months ago, yeah. and just weren't symptomatic and got over it. That's like you like you have a golden ticket. Like you're free. You can just run around like without a mask. I mean, just lick the walls, lick your neighbor. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, obviously you can't do that stuff, and you still have to wear a mask because like not everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And also, you could just be lying. Like if someone yeah. walked up to me in the street and was like, ah. Uh, you know, but then also too, like, there's no exactly there's no way to determine who is asymptomatic and who actually like is carrying it and who whatever. Because also too, even if you were to do tattoos, people will get fucking fake ones. Oh no, no yeah, people always game the system. They'll always exactly. So I think it's now a matter of just like even people. Like I get it. Like I get how hard it is. I know some people are really, especially some people more than others. They're really like, if they don't have other people around them, they can't fucking thrive survive any of that like they can't be by themselves stuck with their own thoughts yeah. and their own you know they just that's, can't yeah and like and that, that is that i feel like showing its ass and it's a lot of ways for a lot of people because people who are still going and trying to have parties and do all that shit you're yeah. already showing your kind of weakness in a sense of like you're not mentally even stable or strong not stable but you're not mentally strong enough to even be by yourself for fuck's sake yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, we do, I think everybody can work on their ability to like sit with themselves a bit more, but yeah. like at some point, like it is just torture. Yeah, no, no, for you sure, know? for I sure. Mean, yeah, you know what? A couple weeks, yeah, you know, you, you can kind of 
Yeah. You can get through that, but like. But do you even really feel like, like people months here, and months and months? People, I don't think people here necessarily are even like really yeah. quarantining like that. that I don't think hard. people are no, like. Know, there I might know. be maybe a couple people in the city who have legitimately not left their house since this shit happened because they're just too scared and whatever. Buckets. You know, they're fucking scared as fuck. Fine. But like, I don't think it's a thing where it's like majority of the city's like that. That's true. But it's just like, there isn't, there isn't, there's, I just does. It doesn't feel like there's that much closeness anymore. Like, you yeah, know, like, we're more socially aware now that there's germs, even though we all knew them motherfuckers were there, but now we're more aware of how yeah. dirty our neighbors are, how dirty our friends are. And now you're almost like, you don't want to be, but you're judging people, you know, and don't know on their cleanliness, just based off what they do throughout the day. Well, just it's based not- off of what they fucking normally do. Cause then you'll just start to notice, Oh, you don't wash your hands or, Oh, like, you know, some people like you can just tell like, I mean, maybe not everybody, but like me personally, I've just always been a clean person. I've always yeah. just. But it's not like it's not it's not as much about if someone's clean or not. It's more it's more just about the fucking virus. Their like, awareness. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, and it's, it's, it's about, like breathing and shit and yeah. masks and stuff. Like it's not about like how clean are you? How often do you shower? Yeah. How much laundry do you do? It's not about that. Well, that's a that's a part of it because also too like if you are a clean person, you're le- like I mean yeah, you, you you're a- generally less likely. Sure, <laughs> exactly. But I think that now it just it's more of this fact of we don't know what that shit looks like because you could have it and not know it. I know and it's, a, it's kind of a you whole like if someone if someone was like well like if you like we'll give you this vaccine and then you're allowed to like hug your friends and family and you're allowed to like go out and do stuff, you can like stick that needle like anywhere the fuck you want if i can just if i can do that shit again okay like i i want to like see people i want to talk to strangers i want to like like so you're just not gonna be talking to you no more because they're gonna face they're gonna have a whole fucking face mask on now it's a matter gonna be running away people well not even they're gonna be running away i think people now are just more they're more aware some people let's not let's not go lump some of these motherfuckers some people are more aware than others of people's surroundings. And I think especially now with COVID, people are more aware and more understanding of personal boundaries, personal barriers. Like, you know, I don't need you in my face, right in my face talking to mm-hmm. me. Like, you can still talk to me from a nice, decent, you yeah. know, you know, socially distant, good amount away. But, like, I think that, like, yeah, like hugging people and things like that. Like, yeah, that definitely, I miss, definitely miss that and being able to just, like, go back to that. But, like, I think now so many people now have just almost morphed to being comfortable with wearing masks because you have to, because you're almost, you've been wearing it for so long that you just don't even. Dude, the, the number of masks, like just the mask garbage, like, cause you know, this pandemic is going to end. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be overnight, but you know, fast forward three, four five years from now, like how many just fucking the number of masks that are just going to get tossed. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, but I mean, it's funny because even people now are talking about Christmas, and I'm like, Christmas has been canceled. Christmas is canceled. I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, yeah. and it's funny because even thinking, like, even telling, talking to with my mom, it's like, wow, like years ago, like I remember when December would roll around and be like, okay, it's go time. We got to get nails, hair, you know, outfits for Christmas parties and gifts and going to people's houses and, you know, getting together and all this shit. And now it's like, mm none of that. You bake them 12 cookies, you eat them 12 cookies. That's yeah. it. Like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not what it used to be anymore. And part of me is like, 
I think it's good because it's going to make people realize like it's not even about material shit. It's just about being with people. And that's all yeah. it's ever really been. Oh, and God. now we we needed this reality check. And some people really yeah. needed this reality check in that way. And then also, too, it's a matter of also curbing, like realizing, like, what can you go without? What do you what do you really need for Christmas? Like, you don't really need all the shit that you're used to getting for yeah. Christmas because there's like also too, it's like you're not going nowhere. You're not going to go fucking see people and do these things or whatever the fuck. So it's like you don't you know, it's a good way to like kind of reassess. But I think for me, I'm going to look at Christmas this year as like. You know, if I can get together with anybody, you yeah. know, it'll be obviously close family and, yeah. you know, whoever. But, you know, if it ends up being something into next year, it's like, sorry, I haven't seen you since last year, but the fuck you want me to do? Like, I didn't make the rules. And yeah. I do want to be as careful as possible just because, you know, when you do have people who are within your, you know, vicinity mm-hmm. and within your bubbles that are of a certain age, it's like yeah. you are more conscious of like, oh, yeah, you're not no spring chicken. You can't bounce back like the rest of us. That yeah. cough might get you. So it's yeah. like. You know, I think when you become more aware of that, it just really kind of starts to make you, you know, understand more and be a little bit more like, okay, I get it, you know. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, Okay, should we do some shout outs? Yes, let's do some shout outs. I guess I'll, uh, I'll start with my shout out, my shout out for this week, two weeks, yeah. whenever the fuck we recorded last. Yeah. My shout out is to Post-it Notes. My shout out is to the company Post-it because honestly, them motherfuckers have saved my life so many times in the last couple weeks. And it's kind of insane that I literally look at Post-its and I'm just so happy that like I can leave shit around the walls of my office or my, yeah, my office. And, yeah, it's like it's like a corner. It's, it's an operatory turned office. I mean, I think there's like dumpsters that are bigger. Wow, that's rude. Probably, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm really, really. My shout outs to Sticky Notes because they all the sizes they come in, all the different colors. They're so helpful, and like sometimes they're recyclable. They're recyclable. Yes, I recycle at work. Don't raise your eyebrows. Put them down. They're stuck that way. Mm. But yeah, shout out to Post It. I really, they, I fuck around with them. They've never changed. They're still fucking amazing. They help me out so much all the time. Great invention. Shout out to Post-It. What's your shout out? Okay, so I've got like, I mean, you know me. I can't I can't just have one. Um, my first shout out, the most important shout out is, uh, is to Adam, uh, close friend, uh, big fan of the podcast. It's his favorite podcast. He told me that. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm shouting out Adam. Actually, I've already shouted him out. He's like this. He's is like, getting too much love, and other he, people are gonna get mad as fuck. Look what you're doing, offender. Hey, you know what? If you want, if you want love for me, email markmgodynasty at gmail.com. Uh, send us a good slap of the week for your partner. Um, email us whatever you want. You know, we we we, we want we want to hear from you. We want some love. Always remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, follow us at the Cheeky Love Club on the gram. Hit that up. Um, okay, I that was a diversion. So Adam, Adam, I'm shouting out Adam because he actually brought up like he answered a question that we kind of posed to the universe on our Halloween episode is like, who would be the best modern person to play like a remake of the Candyman? Yeah. Um, and and he nailed it. Uh, the actor, I thought I wrote down the name. 
Um, Michael K. Sterling. Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. Sorry. Michael K. Williams. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of this. You're thinking us. of Sterling K. Brown. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Both I'm, very gorgeous chocolate men. Oh, uh, whoa. Yikes. You I can what? say I'm not that. touching that. I, sure. Good. Don't okay. touch it. Good. Yeah. Stay away. Stay out of the candy bar. It's Actually, not for you. I like, I like licorice men, not chocolate men. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, that licorice was good. Um, yeah, I think Michael K. Williams would nail it. Oh, yeah, he would. He would nail it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm stoked uh, that Adam brought that to our attention. Mad shout out. Oh, fuck. Nah, never mind. Um, okay, and then also speaking of the Halloween episode. Uh, so we asked people to, like, give us an example of a not straight white, like, killer character from a scary movie. Um, uh, nobody emailed us about that or got in touch really. Um, so I'm a little bit choked, but <laughs> we did watch Silence of the Lambs. Yes, I finally finished it. Yeah, that was a good movie. I uh, really liked that. And so Buffalo Bill, I think that character counts. He is a man and he is white, but he is trying to make a skin suit out of like women's skin parts because he's like kind of trying to become a woman sort of in his weird um like kind of psycho killer logic fantasy world mm -hmm. so i feel like you're not straight anymore at that point well that's that's a psychologist option to right oh. um so i think that counts as like not being a straight white guy mm -hmm. uh so buffalo bill is is the only answer we have right now but again mm -hmm. i love i love scary movies this isn't just like a halloween thing um well obviously also candy man is an example of a not straight white guy who's a you know, killer in a horror movie. We know that. Um, so that that's still an open question. Uh, if 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 there are fans that still want to write us in and give us a great example, I'm super open to it. Um, even even if you're listening to this in the in the year like 2024, just send send us an email at markandgeodynasty at gmail .com. Um, So yeah, one thing uh, that's that was kind of fun uh, rewatching Silence of the Lambs was. If you look harder in in like Buffalo Bill's house, <clears throat> you see like weird racist stuff, and like you're like, oh, crazy! This is like a sort of hillbilly hick killer. There was like a KKK quilt. Yes, I pointed that out. Yeah. I was like, that's a swastika on those. Oh, swastika! Yeah, swastika quilt. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got like a German grandmother then. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But that was good. Yeah, no, that was that was a good movie. I really liked it. I liked the well inside the basement. That was definitely yeah, yeah. Lotion in the basket. Lotion in the <laughs> when you kept when you a fucking like days later, you just kept asking me like, and what does it do? <laughs> and I'm just like, what does one do? And I don't know who the fuck you were talking about. And you were just talking like, oh yeah, you it puts the lotion on itself. But I'm like, get the fuck out of here, like. Yeah. You just kept asking me, and I had no clue what you were talking about each time. Like, what? Fun times. Um, okay, that's shout-outs. Pew, pew, pew. So, uh, coming up... Okay, wait a minute. I need to, like, we need to figure this out so we can, like, stop recording and then start again so I don't just have to edit in the sound effects and, like, make it easier for me. Um... Yes. Okay. We'll be back. Coming up next, Slap of the Week. 
Okay, slap time. What do you got for me, babe? My slap is easy, and it's for all you men out here, and we're going to continue to fucking put this slap in place. Leaving the seat up. I'm sick of it. It's trash. Figure it the fuck out. You get to pee with your fucking dick out. You don't have to squat when you go and pee on the side of the road or none of that. You have it easy. You just have a fucking stick. Just just put the seat down. Just okay. put the seat down. Oldie but goldie. Yeah. You know how many times I've almost fucking gotten up from the bedroom to go pee at night yeah. and almost fallen in the toilet? See this, kind and of- you like to let shit mellow. So I'm just like, awesome. Okay, all right. Just put the seat down. Okay. Just put the, you know, just let the smells stay in the bowl. We don't need any more smells. Okay. See, here's the thing, though. It's like, so you're. This is like, this is. This, these are multiple issues. Because one, like, put the seat down. Like, I thought you just meant, like, like the sit-down seat. The whole fucking seat. Like, right. the so, whole and cover. Seat, like, see, I mean, I I, I, I appreciate the clarification. Because I, I think our listeners also, they wouldn't necessarily know you mean the whole, like, because yes. there's, there's... Close it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, you Seat know, down, closed. Think of it like the fridge. Right. I mean, the fridge only... Yeah. Okay. Sure. Think of it like the fridge. You take what you need and you close it back. You take a shit, you close it back. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you're under the impression that like they're like shit particles that just like waft out. I mean, if you want to go on Google and prove yourself wrong, then that's fine. No, I mean, you know, like I, I'm open. I'm open to like facts, you know, and research. Awesome. We'll come back with that. Okay, cool. Um, okay. I received that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So my slap. Mm-hmm. My slap of the week. Actually, you know what? Maybe we should let's break it up. Okay. Let's break it up because we actually we have a listener slap. Uh-huh. You know, there are one or two people out there who care enough to write us an email at markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate it. I encourage it a lot. Um, so this week's listener slap mm-hmm. uh, is from someone who said we can use their name because we do want to protect people's anonymity in most cases. Um, that being said, our listener slap this week is from Amanda, our very good friend, Amanda. Uh, we will not say last names. I feel like we'll draw the line there. Um, and so her slap is for Jeff, um, Jeff and Amanda, who I emceed their wedding. We're pretty tight. No big deal. Um, so Amanda's slap for Jeff is that he made, um, a really great deer shank stew, Mm -hmm. but like in the process, he left a bunch of onion skins out. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I, um, and I didn't really clean them up like right away and just kind of left them out. And Amanda probably just cleaned them up. Uh I'm assuming on this one. Um, she didn't go into huge detail in the email. And like, I like a story, like paint me a picture. So, I mean, I'm doing a bit of extrapolating on this one. Okay. Um, so yeah, he just left out onion skins pretty much. So it's like clean up, like clean up when you, mm. when you're cooking. Um, clean and cook. CCs. Yeah. Yes. Cook and clean. Cook and clean. Cook and clean as you go. That's right. Cook and clean as you go. That's what I always do. And you always think like, you always look at me like I'm crazy when I cook and clean. Whoa, whoa. Because you're like, well, why don't you just finish cooking and then clean? I'm like, well, because if I clean while I'm cooking in between the time of the fucking food being on the stove, I can clean other shit. Then that makes it easier for me when I'm actually done eating to clean less. Here's like, here's what, here's where I think we could agree is I I will cook, I will do dishes while cooking to minimize the dishes. 
but you're like you're you're spraying shit down like before you're actually done cooking kind of yeah like i'll spray because also too like i don't like to take up all the counters i like to have at least one clean counter while i'm cooking so at least like if i need to grab something or do something i know there's one clean counter rather than having like all this shit on one counter and then meat on the other counter and then be like wow i'm strapped for space Mm. Mm. okay yeah yeah i mean i i like i think clean as you cook if you can they're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, men can multitask very well. I mean, that's that's hugely sexist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, isn't it like proven though? Oh, maybe, but I mean, you know, it's just something about like the way the brain's wired. You know, honestly, like that actually reminded me of something kind of strange because, like, I mean, you know, there in some circles, like you can't even really say like genetic male and females like have different brains just like in general yeah um and like i said i said like female the other day instead of like woman and i was like wait a minute are people gonna think i'm like some closet like far right conservative person who like you know has all these you know reductive stances Mm. on gender or sex or whatever one yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. I don't Back know. in the day in hip hop, it'd be weird to call it. Men would always call women females. It right. was so I mean, that's weird. What, that's like a stylistic choice. Yeah, I guess. But it's weird. Like, yeah, I mean, it is kind of odd. Like, okay, homo sapien. Yeah. Like, Who are you calling a homo? That's right. Uh, I, I, yeah. I guess woman, yikes. I mean, I think I've disproven that uh, many times, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's like, it sounded, it immediately sounded strange, me saying female, like I meant woman, but, uh, eh, who knows? Mm. Um, so that's the listener slap. We've got, we've got the, the Georgina slap. We've got the listener slap. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the Mark slap on Georgina. So my slap of the week, um, and like, I actually, like, I have, I have, like, I have, I have like a going list just like in my mind, obviously. <laughs> Cause you hate me. I mean, I, it's, I, I don't hate you. It's like, it's a moderate dislike. Okay. Yeah. But I do love you. Um, you, I'm, a, I'm charging you with produce abuse. <laughs> So you don't deny it. No. I knew this was going to come for me today. I knew it. (laughs) Please tell the people why I am in produce abuse. Go put my shit on blast in a green city. You are rough on our produce. (laughs) You You just plop it down. Produce can be heavy. Like I'm not talking like you know like you just exactly. you, you're just you're just plopping down like apples like willy nilly these things bruise you got to take care of them I'm not going to you got to have a bit of finesse I'm not going to fucking cut all the apples and I'm putting them in a basket like the I other day I think you day. could I think it's worth it I think you're going to baby them into their own demise No like, I'm, I'm going to baby them so I can eat them I think you know what because I was holding bananas the other day and I was trying to put them in our little bowl on the kitchen table and I put them down. I just, I let them. I just let them leave my hands. I didn't. I didn't realize that they were as heavy as they were. So to you, it's very aggressive. But also, too, they have skin. Okay, hold on. See, bananas. Well, look, bananas bruise. So I don't. Really everything think. bruises. You, everything right. bruises. Right. And so you know, you know, I mean, I just think you could take a little bit of care, have a little finesse, 
You know, I mean, you know, this is we've invested in the produce. We, you know, we should protect our investment so then we can eat it and not and not be like losing out on little bruised parts. You know what I mean? For the listener, she's giving me like a pretty, pretty stank look right now. I'm not stank. I'm just I'm hearing you. I'm listening and I'm just thinking, you know what? I don't think you have the energy for a slap right now. I don't. I really don't. That one was a good one because I knew that was going to come bite me in the ass yeah. for sure. Because, yeah. you know, I am quite heavy handed when I do a lot of stuff to the right. point where I'll grab something, not realize I grabbed it so hard or so yeah. forcefully because I'm just kind of like, do it like, you know. Yeah. So I do need to be more. You know what? Are you trying to call me? Say I should be more dainty. No. I mean, da- like, what does dainty mean? I thought dainty meant like little. Delicate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Then if dainty means delicate, yeah, like we'll treat treat our produce daintily, is what I would say. Um, yeah. So that is slap of the week. Slaps of the week. I mean, I, I, we could have we could have done a double dose because we missed a couple weeks. I don't have um, anything because I just had nothing but hate. In my I know. Mind. I okay. know. This is a hate filled podcast. We are gonna get fired. Yes. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're all, all. We're gonna be left. You know, as options are some like far right network. Whoa, yeah. they won't have me though. They'll be like, no, 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 loser. Well, hold on. I was just listening to an interview with Candace Owens, who is like a, a kind of a sort of prominent um, black woman conservative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they're out there. I don't fuck with her, so that's fine. Fair enough. I yeah. don't think you would. No. Uh, she, yeah, she's. I mean, a delusional. lot of a lot of her views are are the opposite of of yours and mine. Quite delusional. Yeah. Um. So you're familiar with her, like her messages, and no, I just know she's just you know. Okay. Like she's. You've heard her talked about on on podcasts, yes. probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? We wish her well uh, and hope everyone just gets treated fairly. Um, and uh, I don't really know how to end that. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break again. I know this is like a weird break podcast, but we just have to put dinner in the oven. Um, and we'll be back in two sex. Okay, I just remembered something. I did want to introduce something new to the show. Um, as we all know, the slap of the week is, is a lot of fun. Um, it's a lighthearted way for us to, you know, kind of jab at each other, maybe, maybe try to change our habits, uh, increase our, uh, relationship bliss. Uh, but you know, it, it's, I mean, it, it is like, it's kind of, a. it's, it can be a bit of a negative cause it's a criticism. Mm-hmm. So that is the slap of the week. I hereby would like to introduce the smooch of the week so it's the positive to counterbalance the negative mm-hmm. you know because you got to have that mm-hmm. and i know we do have that okay you know so i think we, if we brought it to the podcast it would really enhance the experience okay um now i know i know you're like you're you're like you know you might not have a smooch of the week just because like i kind of sprung this on you and you're feeling like a little a little tired, um, but so my smooch of the week, mm-hmm. the first smooch of the week ever, uh, is I like I like hearing you like when you're like humming and singing in in the apartment. It's nice, it's comforting, and you have a very good voice, and I love that about you. 
<laughs> thank you, babe. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I do have a smooch. It's an old one, though, but uh -huh. it was, it's probably from maybe when we haven't recorded it, but two weeks ago. Uh-huh. It was when I had a really stressful day, and you got me a little surprise. Yeah. And you got me one of those little peanut butter purdies. Oh, the peanut butter fingers from purdies? Yes. Those are very good. And they it was very good, and it helped a lot that day. So that was my smooch, because, like, yeah, when I'm having a rough day, I need a drink or I need some sort of candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just need a good finger, you know. <laughs> um. Okay, so we we got we got a couple things we kind of wanted to discuss. I feel like we're not going to get into everything no. because basically our dinner is going to be ready in a half hour, and then we're just going to have to dip out. Um. So why don't you get us started? Um. We just yeah we're so we saw some stuff in the news this week that was you know obviously every day there's something new. I mean shit. It's just I mean it's to the point now where I like I read the news but I don't actually like abs I don't think I'm really absorbing too much of it. Not hardcore. Not hardcore because it just seems like when you see something crazy it's kind of like it's not like yeah. And I kind of I kind of the stuff that sticks out for me is kind of more like kind of something that's a little weird like mm. something that's off mm. you know or, or like a mistake like so when someone makes like a funny stupid mistake yeah. you know and it's like holy shit like you know then that's like that's kind of the funny thing for me i like to keep up with local news sometimes it depends on what's going on but um we had this past week i believe uh burpees had to the burpees the uh, lip balm lip balm company uh, sorry, be they should be a beauty company, actually. Well, they, they are beauty now. They, they have yeah. a lot of beauty products. They have, yeah, I have their face, their night cream. It's quite nice. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's all natural. And, you know, honey is a very great, you know, good with, you know, anti-aging properties and, you know, good for moisture and stuff like that. Maybe Everyone it's knows. antimicrobial. Yes, antimicrobial as well. But Great on ham. Yeah, great on ham, great in hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had to issue an apology about their uh, holiday fucking promo because yeah. they basically had a set of different families. Um, like pictures, pictures of families, of families. Almost like family album photos. Yeah, almost like little family thing. portraits. You know, you get together Christmas, Christmas morning, everyone's wearing the same PJs and all the shit, whatever. And there was a little outrage because the black family didn't have a father. Yikes. And... I know. I mean, that's that's um. What's uh, the word? What's the word? Deliberate. <laughs> um. See, here's um. If it was one of the white families, I'm pretty sure it'd have been like that. That would have been fine because right. also, too, you don't even you don't see that, and that's where it's yes. like you're, see, enforce, I, I, you're enforcing the stereotype. Yeah, I mean, see, I think. I, I I I wish they had just you know what give me give me a fatherless Asian family you know right? you know or just I mean or 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 fatherless white family whatever or whatever but, you know because like as as someone who was who grew up in a single parent household it's nice it would be nice to have that acknowledgement but not in a way that propagates a negative stereotype yeah um yeah they should have picked any other family and I mean the it's like you know what give me uh give me someone without an arm like you know shake it up. Yeah, give me a just yeah, give me a, a you know non give me a wheelchair family. Yeah, give me a non able bodied yeah. you know family. Anyways, but you know they had to issue an apology, and their excuse was that apparently the father of that family wasn't available that day, and it's like so you're telling me you don't have a single person, a black man who you could just say I need you to stand a in this stand -in? photo. 
Well, so if because that also was, too, you could have done that. You could have, if that family was okay with that, and that was really what happened. Dude, fuck that. Then, but also too, why would you go fucking do an ad with your whole family with Burt Bees, like a big international well, company, and then your husband's not there as well? Like, well, I don't I think, think it was a corona. I think thing. I think no, no. I think honestly, I think that's a fucking lie. I think if yeah. anything, I don't think that that I that family might have been a family like maybe a single mother family, but I don't think it was a family of four where daddy just was away for work for a fucking photo shoot. Like, no, like it's probably something where they specifically said they wanted a family of whatever, whatever. But like, I don't know. It's just very like, you're just, yeah. It's like, again, it's like, you're just, you're, you're stepping in it. You're, you're just reinforcing a fucking shitty ass stereotype that people have of like black children and black families and not having a father. And like, as somebody who came from like, a single parent household. Yeah, I didn't have a father, but he, he, that was like a choice of his. Like, it's kind of like, you can't really like, I feel like these stupid stereotypes of like family life is bullshit because it's like, okay, you have a fa- you have the stereotype of, you know, black children or black families without fathers. But it's like, what about the fucking stereotype of fucking white trash? Yeah. Like, what about that? Like, what about the stereotype of fucking daddy out back shooting squirrels and you're fucking... And they're making, you know, fucking give, give the white dad a shotgun. Yeah, you know, whatever. Or mommy's, you know, whatever the fuck. So it's just kind of, kind of reinforced the stereotype a little bit. And like their apology was just so trash. It's like, oh, he wasn't available. So it's almost kind of like, are you gonna make these fucking actors go speak out against their well, fucking but, ad? But they can't because they're probably signed under contract. Well, now see, I I would like to see a follow up article. Maybe one of these because the, here's the thing: is like, if they if they were trying to do like an interesting campaign where like we want real families and then they did some casting call in like mm-hmm. the fucking local newspaper or whatever cool that sounds fun that yeah. sounds like a cool idea yeah. and and if and, and they're like and they're like we want diverse families and you know and and so you know they, they found a, a good black family yeah. and um but then like but then what what so what if what if they're telling the truth i'm not saying they are yeah. but like so are you going to deny this family, like this fun experience and the money, like the money will be good. Like That's, this is a yeah. national commercial. I know like, look, I've, I've auditioned for commercials. I've been in some, at least one commercial in the past in another lifetime. Um, commercials are good money. Like yeah, that no, family are. probably got paid 20 grand. Oh no, I know. Like you can get, like, I remember when, I, when one of my offices, they, a couple of the girls did the Crest commercials and uh-huh. like, it's like, you get, you get like, if you do, if you were bilingual, you get yeah. double the money. Because you'd be fucking running all over the place. No shit. But um, so then, so then maybe yeah. the dad couldn't make it. Maybe he was just like ma- fuck it, just go. Yeah, and was like, yeah, no, go do it. Like you know, we'll have yeah. the story because because then it's just like, like what you think you think black fathers are replaceable? You're just gonna put an actor? How dare you? Yeah. You know what was the solution? At this I mean, point but, in but time, again, it's... we don't know if it, yeah. it like they they could. It is more likely that none of those are real families. They're just actors. Yeah. And if that's the case, I think that's the case of making the company more aware of, like, if that's the case where it's, like, none of these families are real families, that's worse yeah, for then, them. Oh, of course. Because now it's like, okay, you created this story, and instead of creating a different storyline, you've now created this stereotypical bullshit. Instead mm-hmm. of thinking outside the box, thinking, oh, we want to show diversity. Hmm, how about we show, like, a black family with, like, a full family, which is mm-hmm. which is what most, like, that's where the stereotype of, like, oh, like, not having a father and shit like that, it's kind of just, like, 
it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of bullshit in a sense of like you're you're shaming people who are single parents and it's not even their yeah. choice sometimes. Sure. And that's not fair and that's not right and especially when it's a family where, you know, they're of a certain background or person of color, it's like that might have been a full fucking family and then someone might have passed away sure. or someone might something might have happened. So it's like to have that stereotype and use that against them it's just like it's so like disheartening and annoying. And I even like, even myself, I've had comments when I was kid, when I was a kid, people asking me like, Oh, where's your dad? I was like, up your ass, mind your business. Yeah. That's like, a fucked up thing to And ask. people, I've had people's parents ask me questions about like my parents and like my family. And I'm just kind of like, mind your business. I'm not even mind your business. I knew even from a young kid, I knew certain times when I was asked certain questions by certain people. You're asking me these questions to reinforce whatever bullshit in your head. Yeah. So I'm not going to answer your questions. Yeah. So that's why I would always kind of tread lightly with that because mm-hmm. yeah, like I came from a single parent household, but like my parents were married for a very long time mm-hmm. and you know, whatever. So it's just like shit happens. It's like, you don't think your wife hasn't thought about leaving you? Come on. Like, you know, so, but that's that, that's one story. That's and okay. then, um, yeah. So I, I've got one that I am so happy about. I almost threw away all the burp bees we bought from Costco and I saw that, but uh, I, but you know what? Those fucking, those ultra conditioning ones, those yeah. are pretty good. Yeah. Now I like, we, we got to keep these lips uh, smooth, babe. So there, um, so what, something I saw, and th- this ties back into honestly, one of the best, I think one of the best things we've ever done on this podcast was going over the 2020 baby names. Yes. Um, so, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Of course. Okay, so the, the America's Got Talent, like magician kids mm-hmm. uh, were arrested. Oh. Um, yeah, there are America's Got, like, so two kids that are brother and sister combo mm-hmm. that were, you know, kind of, you know, got their 15 minutes of fame mm-hmm. on America's Got Talent for being magicians. Uh, they were arrested for refusing to live with their mother. Oh, wow. Uh, the kids' names, Caden and Brooklyn. I rest my case. Shit names, shit kids. But you know what? I don't blame the kids. Whoa. I blame millennial parents. Well, that's not, first of all, that's not even the whole goddamn story. What, why don't they want to go back to their mother? Look, I mean, I, I mostly read headlines. Like, I just, as soon as I saw <laughs> the names, I was done with it. Yeah, I still like the name Brooklyn. Brooke. B. See, I know, I know a Brooke, and I like her, but she's not a Brooklyn. She's just a Brooke. But the thing is, like, I also too. I don't know if I love. And I mean, this is whole sidebar. I don't know if I like the whole hyphenate like names that are kind of mashed together, like for like Brooklyn or like something like you know, like like adding Lynn to an end of a name. Go fuck yourself. No, I'm sorry. I mean, Sometimes no, it's just a no. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny because of the trashy names. Mm, um. Okay. And then, okay, so what else? I did see, okay, this was fucked, actually. So um, I did see an article about basically um, uh, a, a black woman wrote a book about growing up like black in the South, basically. Yeah. And the the publishing house uh, decided to go with a, a white male voice actor for the audiobook. Uh, for the audiobook. Oh, and like, God. obviously there was like an immediate like up- uproar. What the fuck? Uh, and they had to issue the statement like, Oh, we recognize in hindsight, that was like kind of racist and stupid. It's like, how the 
fuck do you make that mistake? I You're mean, in so 20, dumb. in 2020, so it's dumb. absolutely insane that that people, companies to this day, every other fucking I'm week, every week, someone is issuing an apology for yeah. shit that it's like, you know, you know better, but you don't want to do better. That's the, the fucking the, problem. They're getting like paid money to do like a real grown ups job and they still have these fuck ups. It's crazy. But it also, too, it just shows you the lack of like awareness, the fact that like, oh my God, like you, you're, you're having like, for example, you have a black woman who's writing her about her experiences living in the South. And you're there's literally certain word, whitewashing. There's certain wording and certain things that obviously that she's describing in the book that if you have, if you, if you understand and you say it in the way that she's reading it or she's writing it, it'll come off, come across to the person, the listener, the reader mm. as interpreting it the proper way. When you have somebody who doesn't have that same kind of connection necessarily to the book, or might not even share those kind of similar experiences or even have that kind of similar walk of life, they're not gonna fucking Well, I mean the thing is like, they're not gonna translate it to the to the person listening properly. And also too, how many words in there were he was he not supposed to say? Yikes. Because that's another thing too. If you have people writing these books and putting these words in books because they're words, they're not great words, they're words that are bad, but you know, whatever. They're, they're part of they're the part world. of the world, they're part of society. If you have part these writers history writing the n-word and then you have these white people going and doing the audiobooks saying the n-word yeah what are we doing here you know that actually reminds me of one time like and i mean i'm sure this happened to a lot of people is like you know my teacher in whatever like grade two or three was reading like tom sawyer or whatever and they do you know they say mm. like you know n-word jim or mm. whatever the fuck yeah that's weird it's also weird to think that like you, just because it's written down means like you don't have the mindset to say like it's almost baffling to me how people like especially now in this day and age have the nerve to be like like they don't know like as, for example you're a teacher you're reading a book mm -hmm. you don't need to say that word the kids are reading the fuck along let them read the fuck along and interpret kind of the way they because also too it's like if you're a teacher for example right now and you're reading a book and there's the n-word do you really need to say the n-word well don't okay. you think the, don't you think if you if you're teaching a class and i mean this is also a matter of learning skills levels ability it's like if you're teaching a class of let's just say grade 10 students or maybe grade 12 students and you're reading a book that has you know descriptive wording or discriminatory wording do you really find it necessary to say that word to the class you don't think they can read because also too you're now choosing a literary option for these kids to read or for these people to read and you know that they have the capability to understand because you wouldn't have chosen that fucking book anyways if you sure. didn't. If you know they couldn't process what, you know, some of what it okay. means. So it's kind of like, yeah, like it's kind of just like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, I think I, well, I think it's two separate issues having a white, a white, you know, narrator for a book that's supposed to be a, you know, through a black woman's voice like yeah. that's a mistake experience, that's stupid yeah. you're like literally just whitewashing a black woman's like experience practically yeah. but i think the school thing is tough and i'm glad you brought up age because you know you can't i don't i don't necessarily think you would have the same rule for grade five versus like third year university yeah um when when you're dealing with elementary school kids i think you should just kibosh it yeah but here's the thing is you know, okay, so when I when I visited my relatives in Virginia, I went I got to go to Washington DC, um, and I went to the the newly opened at the time at like uh, Museum of African American, 
I think history and culture is what it was called. Uh, and they had a, a shitload of books that you could buy there, right? So I loaded up on some books. You know, I've got I've got a black girlfriend at the time, still do currently. You know, I want to learn more about the experience. I want to learn more about the history. So I, you know, I grabbed a little stack of books and they weren't too expensive. And I really appreciated that because I just wanted people to actually be informed. Um, I don't like overpriced books. Uh, and one of the books I read, uh, one of the books I bought and read um, was Warriors Don't Cry. So that's an autobiography of one of the Little Rock Nine or seven, um, who were basically these kids chosen to be the first integrated black kids into like a white high school in Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and she wrote it. It's mm -hmm. a very good book. Um, and obviously, like there was, you know, because it was told from her perspective, it was a historical account. Mm -hmm. It, and there was so like, and she did a good job, whether she was trying to or not, of just capturing like how intense it was. Well, and just uh, just how ugly, yeah, how just ugly and disgusting these racist people acted. Mm -hmm. And you need you need that word to fully get it. And for her story and her words yeah. to really to come through right yeah. like she wrote the book because yeah. she wanted her experience and her point to come through so in that context because context is very important um i think you would still say that now i'm not saying a teacher should be spewing out those like super fucked up lines in a book mm. you know pretending you know because because again like you know she'll describe you know some lady that just looked like a 50s, 60s, like, housewife who you wouldn't think twice about just, like, spewing out, like, just ugly, horrible, racist shit. Yeah. Like, and it's it's almost unbelievable, you know, uh, in, in this day and age. I mean, it is and it isn't. Um, and I think, to, yeah, again, like, just for that point to really come across, you know, I don't necessarily think you'd want to change that. Mm. But I think you could make the choice that it's just up to the students to read the book on their own. I think when it comes to certain things like that, like if you're reading a book and you're reading it for a context of like, you know, you're learning about past historic historical events and they're just going exactly of exactly what happened. They're not giving no kind of like, you know, they're not adding any additions to the story. They're just telling it as it is, as it happened to them and their experience, autobiography, whatever. Then at that point, I feel like also too, when it comes to different levels of schools and different levels of mm -hmm. teaching, and education, you're an educator, you're supposed to educate. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're not educating people or you're not educating your students if you don't say those words. Of course, you can educate right. them in some other way, but it's a matter of do, kind of understanding, like, do you need to, like, say those words for them to understand how the severity of it? Or is it also up to them to decide as their own individuals the severeness of those words? Because a lot right. of people still have this idea of, well... If you say the N word, why can't we say the N word? It's right. like, for fuck's sakes, it's like, like we couldn't have shit. Now we're trying to take this. Just let us have this for fuck's sakes. Like you know, like it's That's one of those point. things where it's like, to this day, and I'm thinking, I think this will be an argument to the to the end of time with so many people of just the the N word being such a word that some people they really like 
they want to deny that they've never used it, but everyone has. Then I think that is just like the first time, the you know, the more you say that, yeah, I've used it before and I've used it maybe in its context of listening to rapping along to a song or, you know, talking with friends or whatever the fuck. It's kind of like understanding that, you know, depending on your presence and who you're around, that's who you're comfortable saying it around. And that says a lot about you as well, too, because you can't be somebody walking around saying, I'm, you know, the most wokest motherfucker in here. You know, I'm out here doing all the shit. I'm an ally and blah, blah. It's like, first of all, if you give yourself that title, you're fucked because, you know, that's kind of weird, but not weird. People but do it. It's weird. But it's like saying like, you know, you're all of these things in the front, but then it's like in the surf or on the surface, but then it's like underneath, it's like, you're still fucking, you know, making, you know, anti, you know, trans and, you know, anti black and all these fucking other jokes, not realizing that like, it's instilled in you, whether you like it or not, because you have this delusion of thinking that's not you, but it is because you don't see yourself. Mm. So, you know, but I mean, you know, in that sense, it's like, it's a little bit tricky in the, in the writing world because also too, are we going to get to the point of like, Oh, black writer wrote a book. It must be a black audio book fucking writer or a black person who's an audio book. Next thing that's going to be like, okay, this person is South American or East Asian uh-huh. has to be this blah, blah, blah. That is an interesting uh, what, point. Like, are we going to start having to say, you have, have we gone to down be... a slippery slope? Yeah. Well, cause I, and, and again, you know, something they've said when it comes to like actors and, you know, what actors can portray what characters is like it is acting mm-hmm. you know that's the job is being someone you're not um so that that is tricky i mean i think but especially with voice acting and i'm actually well, we've already seen kind of the voice acting revolution where hank azaria isn't going to play apu anymore he's mm-hmm. not he's not an east indian man mm-hmm. um and and like the the voice actor who played cleveland not a black man and they're changing that. So I guess, yeah. I don't know, maybe it is changing, but then it's just like, it's just, it's, it's another version of segregation in its own way of like being like, okay, we have to segregate people into like talent segregation. Yeah. Because it's almost like saying like, okay, if I'm going to create a Simpsons, for example, if this family is going to be a traditional Korean family, do I need to go find all the traditional Korean people to voice actor all these people or can I mix and match? Like yeah. that's where it's kind of like same thing with like books and audiobooks. Same thing with you know even doing characters in movies. Like people get so up in fucking arms every time a movie or a show or something drops, or somebody's trying to play a character that they're not actually like related to or connected to in real life because maybe they're not exactly that ethnicity or yeah. not exactly whatever. I mean, people will attack people and just say, "Oh, how dare you say you're? For, how dare you fucking?" play somebody from New York and you've never even fucking lived in New York. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what? Like, I could you see know. New Yorkers being choked about Exactly. That. So it's kind of just like. Then, well, then there's the, the problem of accents. Yeah. Right? You know, like, look at like, okay, I've never seen the show Kim's Convenience. I'm very sorry. I think that's a Canadian show. It's, like it's incredibly popular. But also, right. So, okay. So Korean family as an example, right? Uh, the main characters are the Kim's Korean family. But they're not going to have accents. So it's like if you if you were just if you were a blind person not seeing these characters, are there characters where it actually their skin color doesn't make a difference? Mm. Um I think it depends on the actor too and I think also it's a matter of like to, I think also too the, it's really important for the And you writers. know you're going to have Chinese people playing Koreans and Koreans will probably be choked as fuck. Oh yeah, and then you're going to have fucking Japanese playing other people and they're going to be like, "Listen, can you just get the fuck together? Yeah. There are different types of Asian." Yeah. But I think for sure, like, people are going to be, especially when it comes to, like, 
movies and books and all of those things, they're going to be more and more conscious and aware of the fact that like, the, none of this is going to be perfect any which way you want it to go. Because at the end of the day, you can still look back at movies, shows, books you love. I mean, Pootie Tang, Louis C.K., yeah. not written by a black person. Well, was it? I mean, but everyone fucking loves that movie. True. So it's kind of just like, okay, like if you like it, does it? Is it, wasn't, does it, it wasn't him and Chris Rock writing it? I don't fucking know. Okay. But either way, it's kind of like those little things where it's like you let it slide when it works for you. So yeah. it's just kind of like we're all hypocrites in our own way because it's just like, you know, you'll be up in arms and you're outraged that, you know, someone's playing whatever character. But then if they do it really well, you're kind of like, well, fuck. We'll see. So here's and and accents are different though too because accents right. it's a matter of like stereotypes, stereotypes yeah. and that's a fine line where some people really don't understand. Like there's a fine line between like a stereotype and an accent and like you know understanding like that fine line of that. Yeah. When it comes to like what can you get away with, uh, so, like a sort of an, an unwritten rule that. I sort of learned watching a lot of stand-up comedy is like you'll see you'll see like a a shitty comedian do a risky joke that you know talks about race, gender, sexism, whatever mm. and and they just try it's swing and a miss it's like a shitty joke and now it's just like awkward and everyone's just like Ugh. but then you'll have like a good seasoned comedian who's good at writing do a joke that is like pointing out sexism or, mm -hmm. or making fun of racists mm -hmm. or, 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 or at least just, just touching on those subjects mm -hmm. positively or negatively. And they pull it off because it's actually funny. Yeah. So the thing, I mean, so the, the kind of, it's like, you can get away with it if it's actually good. Mm -hmm. um, now for better or for worse, that's what I think, you know, if, if the audience laughs, you've written a good enough joke usually, but then also you, if you just, but then if you lean on some like shitty, lazy stereotype and just do some like crazy racist voice mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and you just sound funny, that doesn't really do it. I think it's also a fine line of like, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it's like, even if it is a stereotype thing, and it, even if it is like a stereotype that might be really shitty, that stuck with some, some person or some people, and it's true too. It's like, well, fuck. Like, can't it be funny though? Because it actually is definitely. True. So, like, that's where the fine line. And also, too, like, we live in a time where everyone's so sensitive. I mean, God help us all. Everyone yeah. just feels like they're being attacked. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm being attacked daily for sure. Yeah, um, as a white man, totally. Yeah. We just can't catch a break. No, you, know? you guys really have it hard. It's so hard, just like being white and right all the time. You know what? I'm not going to touch that. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we got to take another quick break and then we should probably wrap it up and have dinner. Okay, I am starting to realize that this might be kind of a short-ish episode. We, we were kind of trending a bit longer in the past. Uh, we're a little bit squeezed for time, um, but I did want to work in a question for the day um, and it's about core values so uh, the company I just got hired with they have good core values and I and I do honestly believe that uh, the leadership and uh, and people uh, who work for the company do kind of believe these core values and I mean you know no one's perfect but I do think they make a conscious effort to kind of actually honor those 
Um, okay, so our timer just went off for dinner. Um, so go stop it and talk about your core values after. What? Just no. go stop it. Uh. So stop beeping at least. So if the listeners would like to know, we're having peri-peri chicken with roasted Brussels sprouts with um, roasted, we did a little roasted medley of Brussels sprouts, mushrooms, and some peppers. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. going to be healthy. going to be tasty. Balsamic glaze, potential. Potential. I mean, for mine, yes. He would like to stay away from my sauce because, you know, the sauce boss scares you. Um, I'm Yeah, you are definitely a sauce queen. Um, okay. Core values. So. Yes. I mean, actually, in, in my job and in, in the job interview for this company, they asked me, so, you know, we do believe, you know, deeply in our core values. What would your core values be? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I did. I should have expected them to ask me that question, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could have prepped a bit better. And um, I mean, I gave a good enough answer on the fly because they gave me the job. Mm-hmm. But uh, it made me, it, you know, it made me think, what are my core values? You know, and I, th- I think like five is a good number for core values. Mm-hmm. So that's my, I mean, I've got two questions for, for, for myself, for you, for the listener. What are your core values? What are my core values? I'm asking myself that too. I think we should come back next week with our core values. (laughs) Okay. No, and and I mean, individually and also for the listener, please send us an email at markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C. Tell us what your core values are. I would like to know. I am interested to know that. So please let us know. Um, And you know what? We will read it on the podcast if you choose to send us an email, which I do encourage. (laughs) Uh, But then also what I think our podcast should have core values. Well, now. okay. so so I don't know. I mean, we got to hash this out. So that's a 2021 problem. Okay. Well, 2020 maybe- is the the year where we just get the, we're jumping off here. We could come up with core values after you know it's been a year. Oh, I'm so tired. Uh, well, you know what? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it'll if if it happens organically, then um, all the better. There you go. There's one core value: organic. Okay. Yeah. So this is kind of going to be a short episode. Honestly, like I know we're about to eat dinner, but like my stomach hurts like again. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Well, just take it out of the oven and then we'll just chill out for a little bit. I mean, I'll, I'll still eat it. Don't eat it if you're not feeling well because you're just going to make yourself feel like shit. Oh, I hope I feel better tomorrow for work. You'll be fine. Just put a heating pad on and just take it easy. I know. Yeah. Maybe you just got to shit it out. I already did. I know. So maybe, yeah, maybe you just need to get your heating pads help everything. Listeners, get yourself some heating pads. That's unsolicited advice, get isn't yourself, it? Get yourself some heating pads. The electrical heating pads, they're fucking phenomenal. Just plug them in, have them ready to go. I mean, I personally would like to have three on deck at all times. Yeah, because, getting triple teamed. Well, yeah. Well, especially if you have more than one person living in the house and, like, you know, they get bumped or something and they need the heating pad and then you're having cramps and you need the heating pad and it's yeah. just, like, a fucking mess. The heating pad we have, I do not like. I'd like to get rid of it. Didn't you buy it? No, it's yours. Mine, oh, it my is. mom has mine. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you use it the most. I so. know. It's just, it's one of those weird ones that it's like a weird shape. It yeah. almost kind of looks like a nasal, like it's a shape of a nasal strip. Okay. Fair enough. It's got a butterfly to yeah, it. Yeah. And it looks like it's something you're supposed to put on your lower back, but yeah. I want one that's just like a square where it's like you could put it anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, get yourself a, uh, you know, figure out your core values, get a heating pad 
and stay freaky, stay cheeky. Stay cheeky, stay freaky. I, I don't even remember how to say it anymore. <laughs> stay with your core values. Okay. We're back. We're going. We're, we're leaving now. Um, have a great week. Uh, I love you. I love you too. No, I was talking to the listeners. Wow. Wow. <laughs>